Welcome back to another episode of the Mature Black Female Podcast, y'all. Thank you for tuning in, everybody on YouTube Live, Spotify, and the Anchor app. How y'all doing? What's up? What's up? Hope y'all having a great day. Um, We're going to do another episode of the series, Impressed Are a Mess celebrity all right oh i don't know why i was looking at my camera when i did (laughs) when i did that let me um let me do that over again take two we're doing another episode of the series impressed are a mess celebrity okay 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 all right y'all how y'all doing let me know y'all i'm gonna give y'all some time to come into the room um if you love this content please donate to the cash app to support the channel and keep it going it's in the description below and if you're on the apps um my cash app is tracy t-r-a-c-i-e walker comedy yes and if you can't do that you can still help if you can't do that you can still help by liking sharing and subscribing to help my channel grow okay because let's be productive here <laughs> We can have a good time and be productive. I know this is a new time that I came. Um, I don't have a set in stone schedule, so I don't I don't know how this go, how many people, how fast y'all coming in today, but I'm gonna learn today. Okay, I'm gonna learn. And also uh, my membership is coming soon. It'll be $4.99. I, I decided on it being $4.99 to join. So we're gonna have our private uh, members only um chats. All right, and, and also we're going to be able to um, join each other on Station Head. So we could just talk more freely. All righty. So today, we, uh, first of all, let me start by um, giving a phrase of the day. Because I got to get the right energy up in the room. I haven't saged all day. I haven't um, burned any... Um, Palo Santo all day, and we're just gonna get this started a little bit. I really don't want to do this because I have to open up my window, and there's a lot going on out there. Um, but yeah, so the phrase of the day is ladies, I want you to put this into your heart, just digest this like you do your food. And your smoothie, something that go down smooth, okay? Let it go down, digest it all the way into your cells and your DNA. I am exactly who I am meant to be, period. You got to remind yourself of that every day, all day. I'm exactly who I am meant to be. It don't matter how somebody else look, what they got, what they doing, where they going, where they been. I'm exactly who I am meant to be. And then let's add the infamous one that we started with. I am in love with who I am right now. How you going to fail with that? How you going to fail with that empowerment? Okay? Okay, there you go. Yeah, y'all. So we're going to do Azrael Clary first. She's the first person up um, for impressed are a mess. You know, if y'all don't know Azrael Cleary, she was the um, 
the girl, one of the two chicks that went to the CBS interview with Gail. Remember for R. Kelly? It was a, a, a light-skinned one and a dark-skinned one. She was the dark-skinned girl. And, hey, give me a shout-out when y'all come in the house. And, um, okay, so, yeah, as well, Clary, um, she defended R. Kelly in 2019 and the CBS interview, um, and she says that R. Kelly coached her on what to say and how to say it. Um, so she said she just came back. She, she felt like because she has transformed, um, from that situation, um, that she wanted to come back and just, you know, show her appreciation for that interview because she said that interview was a blessing to her because she said at 17, like she's been with R. Kelly since she's been 17. So she don't, she don't know how much did you know? Did you know at 17? You know, especially if he was supposed to be helping her with a career or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the parents did. I don't know what they did. I know this was an innocent, underage, 17-year-old girl that got into the hands of R. Kelly. And she said that she didn't know. She was not ever in conversations. Or she didn't know other women outside the women that she met through. They had been intimate with R. Kelly. So she only met those type of women. Those are the type of women that she had she had been with for years. And they normalized his behavior. She said everybody normalized it. She said older women, when she got there at 17, she said they were norm older women were there normalizing Art Kelly's behavior. She said workers and um all the workers in security, she said they were all normalizing it. So she started normalizing it. I mean, you got to understand the brain of a 17-year-old female. She she does, especially a black female. You know, we talk to we talk to worship, near worship the ground. Black man, walk on. Like, you ain't shit without a man. I, 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 from the South, that's all I heard. You ain't got no man? My man like it. My man ain't worried about it. That's why you ain't got no man. She can't keep no man. Something wrong with her. She can't keep no man. I'm like, that's, I mean, that is like a, dis, dis, that shouldn't even be a description for black women. What does it, that, that, that is defining value of black women dependent on having a man, not even a decent man, not even a, a, a man, man, like just a male, no matter if they are abusive, um, mentally ill, uh, lazy, dangerous. It, it just, it doesn't matter. A man, you need to have a man to be of any value. And that's, how, that's the, that's the sauce that a lot of black women grow up in period. And you can, you can't tell me no difference period. I know what I'm talking about. It's, 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 it's my experience. And I speak for a lot of other black women. Hey, Christy. I feel rewarded when y'all show up. Like, you know what? It's real. It's real. I love, I see why people call people they day ones, man. Y'all don't know what y'all mean. Hey, I'm so glad you're here. You like my pink on pink? On pink. Pink on pink on pink. Boom. Because one of my um 
female up. Hey, Kiki. Kiki came in with the dancing. Kiki, do you love me? Are you right? Kiki be right for a sister. Hey, what up, y'all? I love it, darling. Yeah, me too. That's what I love to dance. I love, girl, I be dancing all day. Just shaking my ass, doing whatever. Don't let me, sometimes I put on Sierra. Sometimes I put on me. I don't care. Whatever mood I'm in, Beyonce. I just be like exercising, moving, just feeling. Old school. I put on Diana Ross the other, the other day. I'm coming out from Diana Ross. I was like, I moved every inch of my body the whole record through. Because she is that diva. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, pick on pink. Thank y'all. Hello, ladies. So we're talking about Azrael Clary, y'all. This is another episode of Impressed Are a Mess. So Azrael Clary, you know, one of the two girls that went on the CBS interview for R. Kelly, you know, with Gail, right? So so Azrael Clary wanted to really come back. Basically, she just came back to set the record straight to say, you know, I was lying. I was coached. He coached us every day for days. I wrote it down somewhere. And she, she was like, um, he told us what to say, how to say it. He told us to be angry. He told us um, to say, if they ask about sexual or threesome, whatever, to say, I didn't come here to discuss that. And she said after the interview, he was so happy. He was like, oh, my God, you guys were amazing. She said he was so happy. That she think they went out to eat dinner, they got food or whatever, and she was just like, "Oh my god!" She said that's the first time that she saw, you know, it it woke her up, like coming to the trial and hearing the other testimonies, and you know, just and, and having the interview. She said that's our way, especially the interview. She said when she saw how composed, who was that interview? Her girl. She said when she saw how composed she was and how calm and collect, collected she was. She was like, whoa, I, I, that's, I re, uh, kind of remember that. That's, that's me. Why? What happened to that person? I used to be calm. I used to be, because she, she became what R. Kelly programmed her to be. That's why they want them younger and younger. I was just looking at videos today, and this lady that worked with um, the trafficking victims, she said they're getting younger and younger. She said, I done seen them out there as young as seven. I said, that's sad right there, y'all. We got to start standing up and speaking up for black women. We got to have a collective voice. I'm not about, not focus on the black man. No, on us. On us healing and leaving legacy on how other black women can heal. What When we going to heal? Okay, same shit been happening. It's going to happen. When we going to learn the lesson, collectively heal, evolve, and tr- break the generational curses and transform our circumstances. We already financially transformed, but we can't go far because do y'all realize the females that are getting assaulted are getting inward? I don't know if you can say murder, are getting, you know, taken out of here by their significant other. These women are entrepreneurs. These women are college graduates. These are smart, high-performing, ambitious women. They're making bad decisions because they have a lack of knowledge and reality. We've been programmed 
Our reality has been programmed not only by white supremacy, but again, by black men. You know, where everybody's trash can. That's why we got to say, uh-uh, but we don't, we don't do that. We don't do that. Wait, we live green. We live healthy. Hold up, hold up. I don't, I don't put poison. You know what I'm saying? I don't put, I don't, I don't, I'm clean. I don't live, I, don't, I ain't dirty. I don't, I don't live like that. I don't live filthy. That's you. You got to take accountability for your filthiness. Okay, single mother, but what that single mother do? Okay, what that single mother do? The same thing Madam C.J. Walker did back in the day, making history, being the first millionaire, not black female, just female millionaire. We, 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 we got our ancestors' um, um, direction in us. We connected. We've been connected spiritually. We, like I said, we the community, the church, the culture. Just because y'all want to label us negatively and shame us with projection, you know, instead of um, enduring y'all pain and despising the shame of being a black man so you could transform, you'd rather just, you know, throw your trash on us, project it. But we, you know what? We already, but look, the gig is up. We just try, we tell the white supremacy and black man, the gig is up. I mean, you know, hey, back the F up. And y'all, I want to I want to read y'all some um, feedback we've been getting because we got some negative feedback and some positive feedback. Okay, so in the comments, y'all, this girl, it's, it's obvious chick mad because she ain't no black female. So on the humanity, um, on the humanity video, this um, it's a white female named um, Natalie Sue. She said, "Thank you for your knowledge." I will continue to watch in hopes to spread this knowledge with the white community, even if they don't want to hear what I'm saying. I stand by you and I hear your pain. Thank you. Now, that's what I'm talking about. We're not being evil and crazy. Cray. I'm like, I've been working with a lot of white women all in L.A. doing charity shows. I, I put on the show for produced a show with other, like four other white comedians to, to raise money for, um, an awareness for pregnant homeless women with, with their agency, collaborate with their agency. I've been doing this with, and it's been with white women. Even when I did, um, uh, my charity show for domestic violence to help pass legislation for that. It was with a white partnership, a white, um, little, um, they are little, they, I guess they're not small, but you know, they knew. Yeah, it was other, a female, but they were, they weren't black, but it was just, I mean, it was like easy to go ahead and get that, um, what you say, charity work in, you know, with comedy, because it wasn't enough for me to just be about the jokes, you know what I'm saying? So I always tied that in naturally, because I didn't even see the pattern. But yeah, I'm like, we are doing great work, you guys. We're making a difference. Um, here's the other one. Look, here's the other one. So the other lady said, so on the humanity, right? On the humanity video, she said she just left ignorance. And then I said, you mad black females are popping. That's ignorance. Basically, I said, you mad black black females are popping. That's ignorance. And she said, um, you're going to explain yourself or just talk shit without anything to back, to back it up like a clown. Let me read that again. She said, you got to explain yourself. I just talk shit without anything to back it up like a clown. Girl, she came on. Why you mad? She mad, mad. Why you mad, mad? I got to get.
give you two orange faces. Like, I got to give you two of them mad red faces emojis. You mad, mad. And I said, you sound disturbed that you're not a black female. It ain't my fault. Psychopath. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how I get down. Then I gave her to paint my fingernails, the black queen emoji, the kiki do you love me dance out and emoji. Boo boo. All that black girl attitude. It ain't my fault. Why you over here? Say but you're black female. <laughs> what y'all talking about? Welcome, welcome, girls. Welcome, ladies. I know you're my soul sister. Oh, we soul sister. We are family. Hey, hey y'all. Guess what? That's a 70s hit by all black sisters, Sister Sledge. And guess what? I did that in my um talent show, baby. Had a ball. We practice and practice. Me too, Kiki. I was about to say, why is she even here? Exactly. Hey, ladies. Hey, Janie D. Christy Noel, Kiki. Um, sound like she gets it. That's how you be. In, that's how you be in alley. That's all we're asking for. Why is it offensive to defend black women? That's all I'm saying. That's what I noticed. I noticed this working with white feminists. I know this with I know this with dating black men growing up in a black community like Atlanta, one of the blackest places outside Africa. Boo boo. I was sauteed in blackness. Okay, I come from black. I know the black culture. If I don't know nothing else, I know the black culture. Period. You can hear it in my voice, in my movements, expression, my words. They can't deny us. I'm supposed to stand up. Um, uh, uh, what, what, what's the purpose, purpose of getting educated? Going to college and, and you know, living your dreams of me doing all these years of stand-up comedy and speaking up. And I got to be smart and touch. Well, what's the point of me transforming and overcoming and the struggle and, 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 and not being another black statistic and having this story and these testimonies and this um, empowerment? That I can give to black women and not use it. Are you going to deny us that? That's decency. That's common decency. That's the bare minimum. That's why I'm like, no, no, no. We ain't backing that. We're going we're gonna to talk what we can talk. We're going to talk as much as we can talk and express here. And then the rest we're going to take to other places. Like our um, membership only um, chats and live chats and our station head. Because they some people, we are making allies, you know? And I know I did when I spoke at the Black Women's League. That's why I love Black Women's League because it was just it was allowing Black women to get up there and just speak from the heart in the middle of a ra racial revolution. Okay, yeah, y'all marching with us and all that Black Lives Matter, but but it's a it's a it's a, it's a movement. It's an international movement. That's why y'all y'all want to be a part. Y'all want to be on the right side of on the right team. You know, at the right time. It's a pandemic and all this, and it's a picture. It's a moment. Yeah. But let me speak. Can we speak? Can we defend black women? And when I did that, I wasn't offensive. Those white women came up to me and said, we need you to talk to us. We need you. Because I put my comedy into it. I put, but I come with the real. Even when I used to do comedy out there in Orange County in LA. Girl, I was all in country clubs. You hear me? Country clubs. I was out there in nice homes. I was, I wasn't, I, I didn't do black. I didn't, that's why I left Atlanta. I didn't do black pl places. I did like, uh, all I did all Asians, all Persians, all um, 
Even all men. I did, um, what else? Every, every nation you can do. I, I did that show because they have certain nights. And I did an all Jewish show. They were the same age as me. They were like, I get everything you said. I get everything. I've done, I've done it all. That's what, that's why I left Atlanta. Cause I wanted to see really like, who am I? Cause nobody was telling me. That's another thing. People don't want black women to have agency over themselves because they see how they can benefit from them. If they don't know their own stories and, and have, and their own power. We, it's up to us to pass down legacy of our power. We know where we come from. How the hell we coming from Harriet Tubman? Delivering 70 slaves. I couldn't deliver my damn self from slavery. Let alone come back delivering 70. And then she was more than that. She did so much more. Even Josephine Baker. Yeah, she danced naked or whatever. But guess she, she used what she had to get to where she wanted to go. And she was international. She was even a spy for Europe and all that. She was doing a lot of shit. She was very uh, into her culture and her race. She was never ashamed of it. You know, she was just international. She expanded. Black women are expansion. We are the mother. Ain't no motherland. We the mother. First on earth. We know who we are. They want to keep the focus on our... Uh, th yeah, they want to keep their focus... On Let me say... Oh, we got to start dropping some juice. Let me say that again. You know, I got too excited, Kiki. They want to keep their focus on our necks. Thank you, Kiki. Please, let's drop some the first Jews of the night, even though I already see some. Y'all, that's all I'm saying. Because look how much when we share our stories, we empower ourselves. We, I didn't, they kept so much power over my hair. Oh, yo, I remember going to the grocery store as a little girl. Because my hair was always short because... If it, when it when I braid it, it'll grow. But when I put a perm in it, it'll fall out because my hair is too fine. Even though I got 4 hair, it's still not strong enough for a perm. They never understood that. So I always went through this whole cycle of grow my hair. Even my mama said, she said, your hair will grow. It just fall out. But, it, you know, you get a perm. Even if I got a jerrick hair, it'll grow. But then I put a perm in it, fall out. So I went, kept going through this, going through this, wearing weeds, wigs, stuff like that. But before that, I remember this black man. I went to the grocery store and my sister used to get mad because she would braid my hair out neat. And she'll tell me, don't you go swimming because I mess up my hair. She said, because I ain't going to, I ain't getting ready to braid your hair over, you know. So, you know, I used to love to go swimming in the summertime. So me and my friends always be sneaking, going swimming. We didn't care. We kept water green. We were going to go swimming. We was doing everything. We were very active. We used to go skating, swimming, everything, dancing. Um, so... Then I went to the grocery store. I guess my hair wasn't neat. I don't know. how imagine how bad it could be looking. But me and my friends used to hustle up there. We used to like take groceries to cars to earn money to go skating. And the security guard, one time, he was a grown man. I remember he said, when you going to comb your hair? And then when I, another time I went up there, he said something about my hair. And I was like, I just remember feeling like, whoa. You know, it was like, that's a lot of presence on a little girl and her hair. It's like... From the get-go, then, then the little boy I told y'all that I liked the first, like, he told me, you'll be beautiful if you had hair. They've been trying to keep their focus. I'm talking about it's always been hair, hair, hair. But you know what? They made it for bad. God made it for good. Because, guess, guess what? I gave it up to you. I, I endured the pain and despised the shame. I, always, I got on stage telling motherfucker, we, bitch, this ain't my hair. If this was my hair, I wouldn't even talk to you, boo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you better be glad. This wig ain't my hair. You know what I'm saying? God knew what he was doing. I know what it is. You can't try to shame me. Like you said, put your focus. I'm going to put my focus in her head. And that's pimping. 
That's pimping. That's pimping. You want me living my life for you. You want me living my life for you. No. No. And we got to get all black females to see this. And Kiki, thank you, boo. Kiki, check somebody in the comments because, you know, it's this whole debate on females. Don't call me a female because you could be a female dog, this and that. You know, that's that extreme liberalism, you know, and this new generation getting caught up with it. But see, let me tell you something. I already was on a feminist podcast with a millennial white girl for a few, a couple of years. So I already know all them, the gimmicks and the politics of that. They don't understand that. They being used. You still a black person to them. They just using you for the numbers and the impact. Just like black women. They just need our presence. Just like when they, we, they, we supposed to vote back in the day suffrage movement. And they left us behind, honey. They used us for our presence. And then when they got what, what they wanted, then they were like, okay, y'all going to have to wait a few more years. But they let us go get vote. And then, you know, here I go again trying to. Do like they did back in the summer. Okay, let me let me join forces and learn more. You know, combine. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Honey, I saw, and I saw that they ain't for black women, and they gave me my co-host, the white millennial that wore a Black Lives Matter T-shirt, gave me static for defending black women, saying that don't compare minorities with trans. What? I'm not comparing. You the one. They see it like that. I'm defending black women. I'm telling you, when you mention trans black women, you need to at least mention black women. That's the bare minimum. Because we were natural, naturally born. We didn't make a decision that we, this body wasn't what we wanted and changed it. We didn't do that. We were just born this way. We've been dealing with this from, from the womb, from the womb, for generations, generations, generations. Ain't nothing new with us. You know what I'm saying? But y'all trying to make shame us and to say, oh, you comparing. If I say imitating, oh, you compare. Everything got to be about them. I didn't say trans men were imitating. I said black women are being imitated. I was basically talking about Rachel Dozier. I was in the black fishing. And, but everything got, that's what, that's why I love Kiki. She said, let me tell y'all something. When comprehend that female is Going is 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 holding back against trans science. You know what I'm saying? Because they trying to make that the norm, and us birthing humans, our birthing persons. You know, take all of the gender, the the race, the story, the minorityism. You know, that's how much envy they have of black women and our story and who we are. You you got to realize they got another whole. Race of people walk around talking about chosen. But everything is taken from us. Why everybody want everything from us then if we ain't chosen? Hmm? I don't get that. It's the contradiction of man. And the only way you're going to overcome this world is understanding the contradiction. Because in there, in therein is the lie. There it is. Pop goes the weasel. You got to be quicker than that. <laughs> it's a contradiction. And I learned about that in the Bible. He said, he said, be, be careful. Consider Christ who endured the contradiction of man. Unless you're going to faint. If you can't, if you get caught up in the contradiction of man. No, when you see the contradiction, 
Because see, with black women, he give us intuition. All we got all women, but he give us intuition. But you got to consider his first creation has that high intuition. That's what I'm saying to me. I'm like, if it's chosen and he chose you first, that's chosen. And he chose you for a reason. And he created you in his image. So, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they using us for a come up. Yes. Yes. Either way, they're like, we're going to get what we want either way. How the hell y'all come up with fake ass booties? And then go talk about, then they going to, then they going to, then they going to perverse and say, oh, don't be, don't body shame. Don't body shame. Don't body shame. Your body. Sh what body shaming? What? What are you? This is vanity. Do you know this, why the science, the purpose and the science of these prosthetics, like, like, um, breast jobs and all this other stuff is for accident victims are like cancer victims. They buy it as a status symbol and for vanity reasons. It's nothing about, it's no shaming. What do you mean? It's just like me shaming you because you riding in the Royce Royce. Well, really? No, you cannot perverse things just to have it your way when it don't work out. No, that's what I'm saying. You, they not, they not transforming, so they are gonna have to keep on perversing things. And I'm like, I'm not gonna retard my mind because you refuse to grow and evolve and transform. I'm not gonna do it, boo. I'm not on the drugs. I'm not. I'm not all shot up in my face with foreign particles and in my body. I haven't sold my soul. My soul is alive. I'm lively and serene. I'm receiving downloads from from heaven. Straight wisdom, and have the nerve to say they are better than the real thing. Girl, with Judge Joe Brown talking about Judge Joe Brown one day. Sometimes I be watching, um, is that not Judge Joe Brown? Judge, um, what's the other judge? You know, that's my, that's my dude. What's his, Judge Mathis. Judge Mathis is like, they talking about the breast job or something like that. He said, I heard they were hard too. Don't get him. He said, don't get him. Tell that lady. He said, I heard they were hard. Too. You know who telling him that? His male friends. He said, I heard they were hard. Too. They, they got to be hard. It's man-made. You know what God compared, how God compared what he made to what man can make? He said, my ways are higher than my, your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. As high as the heavens are above the mother effing earth are my thoughts to your thoughts and my ways to your ways. Don't get it fucked up. Don't get it. That's all I'm saying. Don't get it twisted. That's why he's trying to tell her, look for the contradiction. Just look for it. Then you can rip it open and step out that shit and keep walking. And don't get caught up in the matrix. Let me see what my lady's talking about. Uh, that's the truth for her and all her sisters. Cal Kylie Jenner would be that some basic looking girl if she hadn't transformed into a black woman. And that's all she's doing is profiting off the image of a black woman. They're going to say she first one started wigs. Even Wendy Williams had to check her. She was like, I know Kylie ain't talking about she... It's the original wear. She said, girl, I've been wearing wigs. And I wore, I had a wig on my graduation picture in 1984, boo. I don't even know what you're talking about. They, they, they didn't know. You know how they do that little TikTok? They'll never know. They, they ain't know, boo. I was a professional by then. 
Um, I have a platonic male friend who tells me that intimacy with um, builder, builder bodies is horrible. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? They all trying to substitute. It's like, it's like, look at the GMO. Look at the GMO food. I, I don't even eat as much as I used to. I used to be greedy. I used to be never big because I, I, you know, I like balance and I ex I'm athletic and I exercise, but I can gain up and down weight and I just don't, I go days I forget. I like, I'm enjoying my work and connecting and growing more than eating because nothing tastes like nothing. Watermelon tastes like water. Strawberries don't taste like strawberries. I get some organic bananas and those taste, I'm like, mm, okay, I taste something, but nothing tastes like nothing. Cause they try to make it them. So you can't make in a, in a, in a lab. You can't, your ways are not his. What is, can you understand the heavens? Can you understand how he made the earth? Can you understand how he separated the water from the land? Can you understand the rain? Bitch, you can't understand. You can't understand. They can't understand, but they trying to mock and imitate and copy. And that's why black women are so marketable because of our authenticity. It's like, Oh my, they, like they finally turned around and be like, it's like savage though. Like, oh yeah, give me those lips and give me those cheekbones and yeah, yeah, but you can just see them. They used to, that's why, I, that's why I was so glad to move away from, um, Hollywood because every morning I used to go to, um, I used to live in West Hollywood and West Hollywood is like the gay part and the, um, the, you know, the rich, the mansion part and, uh, you know, the gay part. So, this is like Midtown here, like, and everything. And every day I used to go in there, they should stare. They stare like, you can see them staring at your hair. They be like, your, your body, your, it's like, oh my God. It's like they're going shopping or trying to understand or seeing what you're buying with or whatever. And you can feel them seeing what you're paying with. Like, are they really suffering? Are they really a minority? No, she don't look like, it's just, you can, you can, cause I don't, I'm not going to say, um, uh, what do you call that? Um, uh. How you, how you call it when you can feel everybody? But I know that I have, I'm very insightful because my um, psychologist told me that. She was like, you have a lot of insight. So I know I'm very insightful. And I can just see, I just, just can see. Like I was everybody, and then they, it was, I was sexualized and, and um, criminalized by the little Mexican security guards up in there and followed and stuff. And I was like, this is a horrible experience. Every time I went in there, no matter, okay, I'm going in here for fresh food. I'm going in here for healthy food. Like the most healthy is it's whole foods. It's real foods. Get my smoothie and my good coffee in the morning or my vegan donut and stuff. But it's just so toxic. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm good. It's not running. No, <clears throat> I'm waking up. This when I was homeless too. One of the times I was home, I'm like, I'm waking up in my little 1999 400. These bitches, to, to them watching me, looking at me in my, their car from their Range Rovers, getting out of their mansions, looking all at my hair, looking at everything. With my lease and their most, they wanted. They saw so much that they could take. I was forced to wake up. That's why God let me be in that position. I was like, wait, am I seeing what the fuck? I remember one time. When I was in the valley, I lived in the valley for nine years in L.A. And I was going to this church for like seven years. And this white lady came to me. It came, we were talking one time in the church. It was mostly a white church. And she said, 
And she was into plastic surgery back then. It, was, it you know, and it was uh, some years back. And she was like, it looked like God made your your features perfect on your face, like every fe- feature on your f- face, um, perfect. Or something she said. She said features perfect something, and I was like, wow. And I mean, it's like I was said, if anybody gonna know, she gonna know, cause she going in up there trying to get a perfection. I mean, God has sent people along the way to keep me preserved. God will preserve your path. Just trust Him. You can't. You have to endure the pain of the shame of the world because it's a contradiction. They rewarding good for evil and evil for good. You see it happening. You see what these girls got to do now. Look, they got the. It's like a ritual or something. Look at look at your um Chloe. And even poor little Normani. Normani got too much damn talent and beauty. Consistently. To be up there rolling on another girl like she giving all sex and all. Why do you have to do that? You know? When we still in our struggle. For our image. As black women. Why? Now is the time to plant garlic for spring you can um use bulbs from your market oh wait a minute you know my mom used to eat garlic a thing of garlic every day um they're they're dread they're obsessed with our hair too girl when i wear my hair natural they always want to touch it and i'm like like i was at my um girl i was on when i was at my job in la this is in pasadena another white area you know doing a little dicing demos and stuff as a as an ambassador, right? In the in the um Best Buy. Honey, them white ladies just show out up in there. One time this white lady came in there talking about my braids, talking about are they heavy? Do you wash it? How long do you keep it in? Um, is that and they'd be like, Is that your hair? Are those are those extensions? Is that your hair? I'm like, why are you what the hell's going on? Like, where is that not disrespectful? Like if I come in the door saying, Are those your breasts? Are those your lips? Like, wow. Did you get your lips done? Did you get your lips done? Wow. How much did those cost? You know, they would they would feel so ashamed and think that we were so rude and ghetto. Um, dang, I wish we were in the DMV. I'd have you teach me. Okay, yay, we have to get the group chat going. Yes. Now is the time to plant um, garlic. Okay. Let me bring my light a little closer, y'all. Yeah, they're obsessed with our hair and always want to touch it. Now ask about, do I wash my hair? It's not too late to start now. Lettuce and dark leafy greens love cold weather. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what I started saying, um, Christy Noel. I was like, you know, because I've been meaning to eat greens. Like, it's so important to eat greens. So... I saw on this channel, this YouTube channel, how this lady just incorporated in her like her like daily meals. Like she bought, uh, made an egg. She just put it on top of the 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 greens and you know put some like little sauce or whatever on. That's what a salsa or something on it. That's what I'm gonna do. Like, cause I gotta get those greens in. You gotta get the greens in. Um, I will be coming down for barbecue fest the 16th and 30th, just outside of Baltimore. Okay. Um, Oh my God, especially if, especially if you have long hair. They ask if it's yours. I mean, you know what a white girl told me? She was like, 
she was a she was kind of she well she had been a stripper for most of her her youth and then she started she stopped and started working in Trader Joe's and she started doing stand up comedy and she was like she was just there I think she was just there to pick up men and just because that's all she used to do just like sleep with men and, and brag about sleeping with them and stuff but her hair she had blonde hair she had bleached her hair so blonde and it had fell out she went to go get it done and it started falling out and she had to cut it she was like she was like and I started crying I was like it's not like I'm black I can't get a weave and I was like wow so now I'm the re- black black women are the reason you can't be happy why why what it got to do with weaves and black girls you act like black women are the face of extensions and fakeness are you out of your mind I mean they really really like like I said, they did retard themselves because the hole you did for somebody else, you're going to fall in. Why you trying to oppress us and deny us? You deny yourself. You need to evolve and find out what's beautiful about you instead of all that envy and imitating. Because it's never going to end. I mean, to have to blatantly ask somebody, is that your hair? Do you wash it? Is it heavy? How long? And then one white lady was like, how long did that take? She was all nasty. And I told her she was like something. And I, I said, I don't know how I, I said a price of something. She was like, you paid for that? You paid for that? I was like, oh my, they are so angry at our blackness. It's not our fault. And I'm not going to feel no guilt. And I'm not going to walk on no eggshells. I'm going to be, I'm exactly who I was meant to be. That's the phrase of the day. I, I am exactly who I am meant to be. And if you can't take that, then I'm sorry. That's my purpose here. That's why I breathe. You're going to have to excuse me because I don't have no fear of man. I'm looking forward to it. But y'all got a whole little conversation going. Let me see what y'all talking about. Um, They wear so many hair extensions and hair um, fusions. Exactly. They will. I know all kinds of things. They'll, they'll do their hair and put it on right here. We saw it on Britney. We saw it on uh, Christine Aguilera. We always saw it on Britney. Um. Yeah, really, Kiki. Uh, Tracy, come to Baltimore for a meetup with, with me and Kiki. I would love to. I would love to. Yes, Christy Noel. I would love to. Hey, please email me. Let's keep. Let's email. Do an email chat about it. All right. That would be awesome. Y'all know my email is in the description below. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do like a meetup with you know with the ladies and just a community and build and really talk and really bond. Cause y'all know we we think we know each other now. I do. I feel like I know y'all. Cause y'all show up for me every day. They are never that bold with me. Oh, they know who to mess with. They just tell me they love it and stare. Yeah, they stare, but they still like a lot of them just stare, and they tell me they love it. Oh, I love your hair. I love your hair. I get that a lot too. I love your hair. Even a lot of the men. When I got it this color, oh my god, it was every color white. Mexican. I was like, what? They were all these like, I love your hair. They was young, old. I was like, they be with their wives. I love your hair. I love. It. I was like, oh my goodness. No wonder why they mad. And that's why they mad. <laughs> they okay. Let me see what's. All righty. Oh, okay. Now it's the time to plant garlic for spring. Okay. Okay, yeah. 
So I think, you know what? I want to grow my own food too, um, Kiki, because I think you can grow it now like on your balcony, right? Can't you do it just like with a balcony, like a yeah, thing that come over and just put your little flower pots like that? I mean, at least your herbs, because that can go far, right? Like green tomatoes or something, something that, that you can, can sustain you. Why do white men love our hair more than black men? Okay, Christy Noel. Okay. Because they, they, Kanye told them, told you, they made us hate ourselves and love their wealth. But they didn't make you hate them. Y'all just fell for the, y'all just drunk the Kool-Aid. That's how I see it. I don't think they, they can't make you hate yourself. You know what I'm saying? They didn't make, did they make Nelson Mandela hate himself? Did they make uh, Harriet Tubman hate herself? I don't think they can make you hate. I just think you you ate the Kool Aid. You wanted to, you 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 love their wealth, and that's Kanye's personality too. He'll do some shit and then blame it on the other person. It's the other person's fault. Like when he got liposuction, he said I did it for y'all because y'all were picking at me at the wedding and stuff. Then they got that. That's what people do. You a celebrity? They get picked at if they gain weight or don't weight because they hold y'all in like a a um above human status. So, of course, when we see a crap, we be like, oh, they ain't perfect. Look at that. That's all. That's what it is. You know what it is. Sit your, sit your fragile ass down somewhere. But what's wrong with black men? Like, seriously, the self-hatred is so jarring. It is, Christy Noel. And that's what it is. I mean, once you accept it, then you're going to start seeing clearly. Like. I mean. That's why they put their focus, their focus on us, the hair. I mean, I can't, we can't win for losing. If we do natural, like I said, I was natural growing up. I got called bald head every day, nappy head. You need some hair, you'll be pretty. Okay, get some hair. That ain't your hair. You got self-hate. You got a complex about your hair. I mean, they are upset. Let me tell you how obsessed black men are. Let me give you an experience. So... Y'all, we gonna have we gonna have a lot. We got a lot for the night. We didn't even get through it as, as as real. But okay, so I was on the road when I first started doing comedy, right? Doing the Chitlin Circuit. That's why I left Atlanta because I didn't want to do the Chitlin Circuit. Cause everybody got a nickname like Dirty South, Shawty, Disco Duck. It's just getting. And they were like, "Oh, you just need a name." Now I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh, I don't do that." My mama don't play that mess. You know what I'm saying? My name is Tracy Walker. I got a name. So and then so I went on the road. Some part of Georgia or Florida, I forget. It's the Southeast Circuit. And I was staying, I was opening up for a, a comedian because me and her started, but she took off faster. And so she said, I don't have the whole time yet. Can you come and do, open up for me? Give, give me like five minutes. I was like, yeah, because she was effing the, the headline, right? So she, I was going to open, she was going to feature, and he was going to headline. So we went up there. Do you know? They didn't talk and, and plotted and all this kind of stuff. And she didn't sit there and try to convince me to take my weave out right before the show. Like, we went up there the night before, I guess. And she was that, that night. I don't know. I just know it was right before the show. I don't know. I was taking my weave out. Some kind of way they convinced me to take my weave out. And I, it was a sew-in. And she was like, I said... I ain't going to let my friend go on stage looking like that and this and that. And he said, talking about what he said. And then she talking about what she said. And I'm like, and I was thinking that, and that's when I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't know. That's when everybody was just, you know, could tell me this. They were just so much on my hair. Just imagine being 
F with about your hair since fourth grade. You know what I'm saying? You just, whatever. You just, what, let me get it right. I'm in another whole world. I done been through high school with it. I've been through um, college with it. I mean, I'm now, I'm out of college. I'm a grown person. I'm on another dream. Can I just live? They still talk about hair. Honey, do you know I took out my weave and this fool, the guy, sitting up here trying to um, uh, hot curl my hair into like a bob. Because he said, yeah, you need a bob. I looked in the mirror at that mess and I was like, then I woke up. I said, oh, okay, I see. They tried to take, y'all trying to take away my beauty. You ain't, it ain't in my hair, but you ain't getting ready to just, my hair uneven, ain't been cut nothing. You want me to go on stage like that, just wash it and you, you hot curl it and go, uh-uh, boo. I sold my stuff back in and it looked cool except the top. Cause I didn't, I think I didn't have, I didn't sew it back in right or I didn't have enough of something. And I was like, let me wear your hat. Asking the girls, they're supposed to be my friend, right? Do you know she told me, uh-uh. She denied me the hat. Then I knew. I said, oh. I said, they tried to, they tried to disrupt me with my hair, man. They tried to actually fuck me up. I was like, why would you want to do that? Like, we're supposed to be a team. You know what I'm saying? We came up here together. And she let that fool, she let that Dusty talk her in to messing up our friendship. And I was like, that's just something I never forgot. I was like, wow, we can't even get started. Before a man come between us. About my weed. Why is this dude doing my hair? And you know what? The same dude. The same dude. Was it the same dude? Yeah, the same dude. Years later, he had dreads, right? Years later, they came to um, Oakland. We all, we all we were all at Oakland. It was like a reunion at Oakland in the hotel room for this um, big comedy. Black, it was a big black comedy festival um, competition. It's an annual Oakland comedy competition. So we were there and, you know, they had daytime uh, panels and all that stuff. And at night they did competition stuff. But I wasn't in the competition. I just went for the experience. Honey, I had met up with the Atlanta people. And I was from L.A. and I had met up with the Atlanta people. He, don't you, don't you know, God don't like ugly. Somebody had found a fake dread on the floor. And they picked it up. He was, he was standing in the hotel room with me. And, he, and they picked it up. They said, who? Anybody wear fake dreads? another female comedian, she was like, anybody wear fake dreads? And he's the only guy in there with dreads. The only person with dreads. And we were like, wow. He was like, that ain't mine, that ain't mine. It was no way out of it. See, you projecting your shame onto me. You want to look like the white man. You want to be the white man. Black women are just versatile. We creative. You know what I'm saying? We we, we, try, we practical. We, trying to, we, we came up with our own protective styles. You know, just like Madam C.J. Walker came up with the strain comb, we came up with versatility. Yeah, we knew that we had to assimilate in some kind of form our capacity. Because that's just what was written on ticket for us. That's what, what oppression is. What do you, what we, you know what I'm saying? So, I just don't understand how nobody stopped these black men from getting into the head of black females about their hair, their features, and their texturism. You know what I mean? And their complexions. You know, it was okay to say, um, you pretty to be a black girl. Why no why nobody stop them from saying that? That's a label. Like that's as you as pretty as you can be for a black, for a dark skinned girl. That's what you're saying. They know what the fuck they, they know what they saying. And they want to call me red, red. No, 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 no. I knew then. I told you I was insightful, even as a child. And I went off on 
I went off on the dude. I was like, don't call me that. That ain't my name. And I was like, what if I call him black? What if I call him, what's up, black? And then my brown skin friend going to get mad talking about, ooh, I got to watch who I'm hanging with. And she was a black Muslim. She was a fake black Muslim who ate pork, but she was a black Muslim. And, um, and she was like, um, ooh, I got to watch who I'm hanging around. Everybody want to be red. I was like, yeah, but he called me red. She said, yeah, but everybody want to be red. So then it just got worse and worse. Like as we grew, we met each other like in sixth grade. And then as we grew, we, we started growing more. She was like saying, start, kept on saying things about me being red, talking about everybody know you don't bring no red bone around your man. And it's just, it, she just kept on, kept on, kept on, kept on until eventually she it eventually um, did sleep with one of my boyfriends, like really, really one of my first um, real ones. Um, and I was like, it's going to eventually happen anyway, because I didn't even see the pattern. You know what I mean? And it's just, the, the point is we have to get the toxicity out of our mentality. We, 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 we think like that, you know, and it gotten all the way now to where we just destroying, we just destroying our bodies to even look like ourselves. It's like, are we regurgitating ourselves? What the hell is going on? What is going on? I'm not offended if they call you red. Why not call them black? Exactly. And she was like, because everybody want to be red, I got to watch who I'm hanging around. She acted like I was a race. She acted like I was a Karen. I was like, wait a minute, I'm confused. I'm confused. I'm confused. You know what I'm saying? And then with the everybody know you don't bring no red bone around your man. It's just like all of a sudden, we used to be like grew up to each other. We used to play sports together, go skating together, fight for each other. And then it just as we got older, it just, and that was ingrained. That's ingrained in black females. You know, because where is that coming from? Like, when you start maturing and you start growing up, then you become rivalries just off of skin color, your complexion, and your features. And you are you disconnect like... Um, T.I. daughter said she hate her, that she got her dad's hair because it don't match her. I'm like, that's a mental illness because you're dis you're disassociating from your blackness. Just like Gabrielle Union when she said she turned on the dark-skinned girls to disassociate herself from them so she wouldn't feel like them. And she was a mean girl. So, so people deal with it in different ways, but it's hurting black women, other females. So we have to heal collectively. It's no way out of it. That's why I'm always talking about transforming healing. We're on our own. We are our own worst enemy. Exactly. They can't um, handle when you flip it back on them. Exactly. I would have been crying laughing. <laughs> yes, they're so um, malicious at such a young age. Just tragic. It was a setup. Yep. They wanted to embarrass you. Yep. Exactly. They wanted to embarrass me. I was like, wow. I mean, I didn't really understand that. Hey, and then the, 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 the boyfriend that my best friend cheated with, he was the one who asked me, was that a weave in my hair? Because I had it set, you know, and rolled and I fluffed it out with the pink setting lotion that, um, what's that luster silk or whatever, um, setting lotion. And I rolled and I fluffed it out. It wasn't even that big, it was just fluffy. Right. And he was like, is that a weave? And I'm like, what, what? Wow, I just felt like so attacked. Like, I don't know, I felt suffocated. Like, and if it was a weave, what, so what? And then why are you attacking me? Like, I'm doing something wrong 
if I have a weave and weave and why are you suggesting that black women don't have like just healthy hair, just hair? What is going on? Why are you why are you weaponizing my hair? What was you know? It's been like that forever. It's been like it's been like that. It's just every guy they they, they, they had something that issue with your hair, your hair, your hair, your hair, your hair. I told you I was on a panel with black men and black women. And all the men were talking about is the hair, the hair, the hair. I'm like, oh my god, oh my y'all got we we got to free black women from this. It's not it's not our that's not it's not our problem. You know where your hair where you want to wear your hair, honey. Wear your hair the way you want to wear your hair, boo. They don't care that much about you. You think the world care? You better do you. This is your life. This is your life. You define your own life. When I think about it, they've been putting us down since childhood. Exactly. Exactly. I told you I was like 11 or 12. And you tell me, when you going to comb your hair? And I was like, what does that mean? Like, I'm not intentionally walking around without my hair being combed like I'm unkept. I'm just a little girl running around playing. My hair is braided. What, what? I didn't, you know, I just didn't know. That's why when I got older, I, I was in that, I was able to let them take, convince me to take my weave out when I was doing comedy right before a show. Because I'm like, okay, what? It was just, I don't like the static. It was always so much fusion around my hair, my hair, my hair. But that ain't your hair. But what about your hair though? But what about your hair? It was always, it's hair, my hair, my hair. I'm like... Ooh, they don't want me out about this hair. Let me. What can I do with the hair? What can I do? What? And then the legs, cause I had nice legs. You got nice legs, so you got nice legs. You got. But that don't make me feel good. I'm not just legs. I'm a whole person. You're t- you're using my hair to 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 um strike me, and then you're gonna use my legs to be like oh detach me from the rest of me. Like your legs nice. You I know you heard you got pretty legs. That was just a horrible disconfiguration of who I am who I was meant to be it's horrible it's that's horrible that's why you have to practice self-love you can't let nobody identify I am for you only I can say I am for me I don't care what you I don't care what you I don't care what you gotta say I don't care what you gotta say boo I don't care what you gotta say it's still all that add up good for me you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Period. Shit, I ain't gonna let you come and change my opinion of me. The hair police shaking my head. Thank you, Kiki. That's what they are. We're gonna start calling them the hair police. We ain't gotta call them the N-word. We just call them the, the hair police. Now everybody and their mama got a weed. That's what I was gonna say. And do you know who wearing weeds now? Like it's going out of style, and you'll never know. Black men. Because you know, let me tell you something. This big red. I got I got I got. I got, do I still got pictures of him? But they took my Instagram to like 30 days, whatever. But on my Instagram, this dude, he do male weaves. What they really are, like two pays, but the way he do it, it's like a weave because like they could be bald right here and he'll, you know, put the glue right here and then put the hair on and then um, shave it down with the other hair. He can do braids. He can do he can do high tops. He can do all that. He was he was a comedian, but that was his real trade. That was his day job. And he put pictures every time on Instagram and everything. So I'm like, oh, so see that's the issue. You know, they couldn't do it. They couldn't put the weed. They saw it as us as us escaping our blackness. They saw when we were we were that we escaping. Our, we weren't escaping our blackness. We just 
popping our blackness because we pop the weave and the wigs. The wigs and the weaves don't pop us. When Tina Turner and and who was all them? Diana Ross, all them wedding wigs. It was our beauty, our anxiety. Hi guys, to hear the rest of this audio, please log into my YouTube channel, But Your Black Female Podcast, and subscribe. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in.